Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the MagnaWave Tuesday afternoon uh, webinar. My guest today is Dr. Jerry Dreesen from Seattle, Washington area, a chiropractor and sports physician who will be answering questions about uh, human chiropractic and the use of MagnaWave in his practice. Also with us is Elaine Pauley, our associate. She'll be monitoring the questions as they come into the, uh, into the chat room. If you have a question, just uh, go to the chat area, enter the question in chat, and then we'll be able to answer it for you and give you all the information that you would uh, that you were looking for. Also, you'll notice in the chat area is a link to Amazon. If you'll copy and paste that link into your browser, it'll allow you to go to Amazon and uh, have a look at and potentially purchase the new book that Jerry and I have just launched yesterday. And uh, we'd appreciate it if you take a look at that and do that. And you, may, you may find that very interesting as well. So at any rate, we'll get started. Jerry, thanks for being with us today. You bet, Pat. Glad to be here. And this is uh, something that you and I have been looking forward to, and that's talking about the human side of the PEMF. It's, you know, of course, been in the uh, horse industry for many years, but I've had a chance to use this product in my practice for over a year, and I've got some really good um, stories to talk about and how it's been helping out our patients at our clinic. So tell me, how did you initially, once you got the machine, how did you initially initiate it into your practice? Well, the, uh, the first thing that I did, of course, is I became the, the first user of it. <clears throat> what we talked about in, in our book was, you know, coming from uh, playing junior high and high school, basketball, football, I had a few spots on my body that needed some attention. So just trying it out on, on my areas so I could see what was going on. Uh, plus getting used to knowing which tool of the three, if it was the rope or the double butterfly or the, or the large loop, which one seemed to work better, um, setting the, the timing, the frequency, the power, those are the things that I uh, started working with on the different areas so I could kind of calibrate how I wanted to bring it into the practice. And then for me, all I had to do was just get a surge protector, set it up in one of my uh, treating bays, and I was ready to go. So... Um, very little setup time and the other thing that we had to do of course was to create the literature for the patients so that they could understand what was going on um, kind of create a um, uh, like a 30 second like an elevator talk on what this is what it can do and then kind of play off of the patients as far as what they were what they could understand you know, how how technical I could go versus how, how layman I could go into talking about what it is. And some people I just say, well, it's a wireless TENS unit all the way to, you know, this is a product that's uh, electromagnetic frequency and I would go into the technical side. So it kind of varied on the patient or what questions they had. And then we, of course, developed a, a sheet of paper for them to read, some take-home material, um, and then also put it into our... Um, curriculum so that when somebody came in as a new patient that it talked about the product and that how we might use it and then after that was done it was just a matter of me talking to him about having an issue where we might want to try it and I would always give them about two minutes just to try it out for free to kind of see how it is so they could get that wow effect and then those people would say hey can I try it again and then we would set up a program and then off we would go and so just to revert a little bit back to the beginning, how did it appear to you when you first put it on yourself? How did it, how did you feel about it? Um, well, I've, I've had all different types of physical therapy used. Uh, going through chiropractic college, we are physical therapists. We had at our disposal, well, not disposal, we actually had to learn how to use every single piece of equipment. So we would have physical therapy lab where we would set up and use everything. And all of those were pads that you would stick on the body, which is electrical, and then we would uh, work with the range and the settings, you know, from Russian stim to um, all of the, the the super powerful spiky galvanisms and, and things like that. So I already had an idea of what it could be like, but once I used it and the fact that it didn't even have to touch um, any part of my body, there was no uh, liquid or, you know, some sort of a pad that you had to stick on your body, uh, 
to feel that being used and how deep it went was the other thing. That, that's what really amazed me was how deep this whole thing penetrated, whereas with the electrical, like a TENS unit, it's definitely on a surface area. So um, so the depth, the impulse, the fact that it wasn't uh, something they had to gown up for, um, those are all of the, the things that I noticed right away. Great, great. So now you integrate it into your practice. You would let people try it. Then they would come back and say, can I do it again? Uh, what kind of return did you have there? How many of them that they tried it, that, who tried it, wanted to have a second treatment? I would say about 95%, you know, once they realized uh, what it could do for them and how they felt. And... Uh, now I have a group of people that do come in, and you know we set up for a 10 minutes. Some people do 15, some people do 20, um, and there's a specific area that we target. And I've got everyone from an old injury like a like a leg or a knee or upper back. Um, I've got some people coming in for the bladder incontinence, and I have a handful that are coming in for uh, brain injury too. So um, I've got a, a, um, a wide group of different types of people with different ailments that I'm treating for. Uh, I had one woman come in, in fact it was my office manager's mom, she had the, the trifacial neuralgia, started to drop and you can see her eye drooping and we put the machine on her and I treated her five times and we pulled it all the way back up so that um, uh, it, it turned around in a very short time, within a week, and then within two weeks, she was back to normal again. So she had Bell's palsy? Yes. And you were able to relieve that in a couple-week period of time. That's incredible. I've had yeah. some people ask me about that lately, and they've been working with it and trying that, and I know we've had good success with it, but in that situation, that quick is absolutely, absolutely amazing. What other type of indications have you uh, dealt with? Well, with the auto accidents, there's a lot of people that um, are hitting their head on the window and their, their brain kind of slaps around what you call contra-coup. And some of the things that can happen, and we do a, um, a questionnaire for brain injury. And, of course, depression is one of them, too. And I have a patient that ended up losing her job as an accountant because she couldn't look at a spreadsheet and figure out numbers anymore. And so, um, And that was about three years ago, so she started coming in. And she's been coming in every day for about, I'm going to say, two months now. And she can finally manage life again. She can have more than three things happening at the same time, and she doesn't shut down. Uh, and she comes in, um, puts it on her head, 10 minutes. And for her, it is kind of like when people use it on their muscles, they talk about how it refreshes the muscle. And she talks about how it you know, refreshes her brain and gives her a positive attitude. And so we're working with her group uh, at the local hospital, brain injury um, group, um, presenting it to them and, and seeing if they can't come in and we can start doing some what I would call clinical trials. But the clinical trials have already been done, uh, which is what's great about this. It's already um, got approval. Um, with uh, when it was attested through through NASA and also um, has FDA approval uh, backing it up. So for me though, it's just in-house trials on people with brain injuries, and to me that's one of the great things that I'm seeing is just how it's turning lives around. That's great, and and to the address the FDA issue, the modality itself is FDA approved for various indications: migraine headaches, incontinence in women, uh, non-union bone fractures. And our particular device is in the final stages of FDA approval. We have a study at the University of Miami with our new device uh, that has seven patents. Uh, that when that's completed, we'll, final, we'll put our final application into the FDA to have approval for our specific device. Uh, let me ask you something. When you treat the folks, what do you send home with them, or do you have them uh, keep, any, keep track of how their progression goes in their treatments? When they are in the clinic, we have uh, a we'll call a treatment card, and so that's where I track how many minutes was used, where it was um, placed, uh, and then we have a zero to ten scale, ten's the worst, zero is nothing on that specific spot. So I talk to them about once they leave, uh, and there's actually 
there's two responses that that happens and the first group and I'm going to say about 85% have immediate response second group it's not till the next day that they you know like that night and when they woke up in the morning that they noticed the difference and so for me as a clinician if they have a shoulder problem I'm I've done a shoulder regional and I know what part of their shoulder hurts so we test that out and you know there's um, about 10 different orthopedic neurological tests for shoulder so I will um, drill it down to the one test that really causes soreness in the area and then we'll do the treatment and then immediate af immediately afterwards I'll do the test again and then that's when they notice the change and that's where they get the aha moment it's like wow this thing really does work and um, and again the other thing that uh, I forgot to talk about is they don't have to gown up you know we just make sure that you know the big things that they don't have anything electronic in their pockets they download that that they don't have anything electronic in their body like uh, hearing aids uh, pacemaker if they've got a um, uh, a pump for um, diabetic um, anything else uh, in or on their body some people have a tens unit electronically put in their body so we just have to a, a short questionnaire to make sure that they don't have any of those things on their body um, just in case this might knock it out. Um, I, I haven't heard anything that it does, but we always want to play it safe. And yeah, so, the primary issue there is the battery. It's not going to set off a defibrillator or set off a uh, um, um, what's the other one? The pacemaker. <laughs> pacemaker. Thank you. Uh, but it will or it could deplete the battery. So that's that's the the primary area. There. Right. Yeah, and I've had uh, two patients that um, could have used it uh, for upper back pain, but they had pacemakers, so uh, we had to step away from that. But again, you know, you just you want to err on a or caution, be cautious of what you're doing. Cool. And um, the uh, the best test I had was a woman that came in, brand new patient. She had really bad sciatica, and uh, after I adjusted her. Um, she felt, you know, 50-60% better from the adjustment, but then we did the uh, MagnaWave on her for just two minutes right at the side of the pain, and then she was 95% pain-free. And when you, can, when you can create a situation like that, you can truly treat the cause of the problem versus just, you know, masking the symptoms with, you know, medication or ointments. Uh, this truly is a, a great product to have as a, as a practitioner for what we use in chiropractic. So you've used it as complementary, certainly, to your chiropractic adjustments. Yes, and then I also have people come in and they just use that without an adjustment. So they may get an adjustment maybe once a week, but they'll come in and use the uh, the PEMF machine twice a week. So they just come in, use it for 10 minutes, and then they're they're gone. And that really does help out in the overall care. I've noticed that a lot with golfers and people like that. They'll come get a quick treatment before they play, and it just gives them better. If they've got a bad back or bad knee or something, it just gives them some some support while they're playing. And others come after the after they play, and it helps them recover more quickly. Which is the same saying with horses. Elaine, I believe you have a question for us. Um, I've gotten a, a number of questions about Lyme disease. I've had several people come to me, and they've um, asked if you treated ever treated Lyme disease before and if so have you ever found like a good treatment protocol to go with Lyme disease that's a tough one I mean Lyme disease I actually have uh, three patients with Lyme disease that that I'm treating and I I'm not able to treat them for the Lyme disease I can treat them for the symptoms that are from the Lyme disease um, and I've not uh, worked with the PEMF on that um, as far as whether or not it can relieve some of their symptoms. There's a man that uh, uh, recently purchased a Bagway machine. He lives in Maine, and he has uh, Lyme disease in his brain. And he has talked to me about using it on his head. He's had severe headaches. Using it on his head, he's had trouble differentiating between colors since the Lyme disease. And he's able to see the colors clearer now, and he doesn't know if it's other treatment he's doing or since he started putting using the machine, but he feels like it's from the machine. Yes, and we've had, what's happened with, with Lyme disease, we've had a couple of people that have had dramatic results with Lyme disease, and what they've done, let's say one person, it kind of 
focused on their on their abdomen area or low medium rib cage area and they treated that specific area a number of times and actually relieved it and a couple of them never had the problem come back again and they treated the specific area and, and again, that's the, that's the power behind the PEMF is how it can focus right in on, on the problem. And just the whole science behind how it gets right into the muscle cells, the mitochondria, uh, it, it uh, reoxygenates the system, it, it gets rid of all of the, the toxins um, that are created, and uh, just bringing in new blood flow. And I think maybe within, in the case of the brain, the, the people that I'm treating uh, with head problems they do feel like they like it opens their brain up and that things can work again. So um, I don't know the specific science behind uh, how it fixes Lyme disease, but I would say anytime you can get into an area and increase the blood flow and the blood cells and the white blood cells and you create that activity, your body's going to work as hard as it can to return back to, to normal health. Not a, a, a licensed doctor or a chiropractor or has any you know medical training a lot of people get this machine and they want to treat their family or someone has a condition how would you talk to like a skeptic how what would you recommend saying to someone who didn't necessarily believe in this machine uh, you want me to take that yeah. sure go yeah. ahead and I'll come in they just need to sit down and try it that's the yeah. that's the best thing you know there's there's um, Typically, what I'll tell people is like, well, NASA tested it; it's FDA approved. Uh, so there's there's already been the medical and science has already gone in and said, yes, this works in our clinical trial. So uh, I can point them to the the papers. Um, I've I've sent many to Pat as far as the actual um, double blind studies that have been done. So the the science has been backed up with tests. Uh, if they if they're a, a reader person, if they want to see you know clinical proof, it's there. Um, but also, uh, I did have a gentleman come in. Uh, he and his wife came in. Uh, they were they're interested in maybe purchasing one, and she loved it. She understood it. He was a skeptic, didn't understand it. So I said, okay, he was about my age. I said, so did you play sports? You know, high school football? Yeah. I said, you got a bad knee or shoulder? He was, yeah, my left shoulder. I said, well, let me just put this on your shoulder for two minutes, you know, and I had him wiggle it around first, put it on, two minutes later he could wiggle it around, he had, I don't know, probably 50-60% of his pain was gone. So I said, now how is that placebo? And he goes, it's not placebo. <laughs> and so he goes, it doesn't hurt, you know, the, the pain went away. And I said, well this is something where, you know, if you can do it for a series of, of treatments, it'll change the cellular structure so that that inflammation starts to disappear and the tissue itself can begin to reheal. Excellent. We have a question here from Jennifer, uh, doctor. It's, what treatment would you suggest for someone who's had two concussions in the same spot? One concussion four years ago and another two years ago, still having short-term memory issues. Well, this is, you know, it, it is a major one. And this is like uh, the patient of mine that was three years ago when she had her concussion and she lost her job. Uh, it's taken us, um, She, I tried it on her a couple of times, she noticed a little bit of difference, I said let's just ramp this up. So she's been getting uh, treatment four or five times a week uh, for over two months now and that's when we started noticing the change. And it's just a matter of, of repetition time and, rep and repetition on them. Um, and, and, and Jennifer, if you want, uh, we have a um, brain injury questionnaire that we have people fill out and we do that before we start and then we have them um, you know there's headaches there's depression so we have them fill out just a simple line it's got a smiley face on one side and a, a frowny face on the other and they just put a line where they feel for that treatment and um, it's an actual uh, it's it's um, it's a clinically proven uh, piece of paper, it's 10 centimeters long, and wherever they put that, that's actually their 1 to 10 that they're marking, and, and that's a great way of doing it. So you can track it, that's the other thing, because if we didn't track um, Robin's progress on paper, we would know that she was a little better, but we wouldn't know how uh, much better she was. So I would say fill out the questionnaire, track each treatment as far as how they feel, and then 
every 30 days have them, or you can be with each visitor once a week, have them fill out the, the brain injury uh, questionnaire. So uh, how do you treat, uh, I have some ideas on what, what we've used in the past, but tell me, doctor, how you treat the head area. Um, I've done I've done it a couple of ways. Uh, I use the the double the double the butterfly, so the double ring, and I just have them um, just put over their head and wear it like a hat, and and they can move it around. Uh, when I turn the machine on, of course, everything's way down, and I with the uh, with the brain, um, it takes very little clicks before they start to feel it in their eyes, and then I back it down a little bit. So once they start to feel their facial muscles twitch. Then we just back it down a little bit, and then that's the 10 minutes that they use. Um, I've also had them just hold the double ring uh, right up against their head, or they lie down, and we just put the double ring right on the side because it can penetrate a little bit deeper that way. Uh, and then we kind of focus the area. If you know where the where the brain injury is, uh, if there's been any CAT scans or MRIs, then you can put that double ring right over that area and just really focus the beam on the spot. Great. We had a stroke patient at one time that you get in, we got into the skepticism of the family. The husband uh, is, was a very big supporter, uses it on his, on his knees, and he's not had to have his knee replacement surgery that was scheduled. He's been doing this for a couple of years, continually treating his knees. His wife had a stroke, and so they wanted to see what we could do as far as cognition and getting her voice back or her speaking abilities back. Well, that's when the tussle came in in the family. You can't treat the brain area. We're not going to treat the brain area or whatever that situation may be. And what we ended up doing was not putting it directly on the head, but we took the large loop, put it over, and rested it on her shoulders, which we talked about. We're actually treating her shoulders and her back area, which we were, but that right. signal was also going up and down like this, but it wasn't directly on the head. Right. And by virtue of, of helping the blood flow and the blood oxygenation in this area and going this way, we improved her speaking ability without actually going to the head and putting too much energy that the one family member was fearful of right. and the doctor was a bit fearful of. And yeah. it worked out very well. And they allowed it to happen. Yeah, and, and the, the great thing about having a ring around the neck is that you are – right next to the brainstem, and that's where all the information co comes out of the brain and then goes to the rest of the body. So you were actually, you know, what I would call treating the brainstem through the back door by yeah. having the ring on there as far as what their what their views were. And that's great. Did the, uh, I guess the question is, did the one that was objective to the treatment, did they realize that it was working and that they're okay with it now? Well, they, they're better. I mean, you can't change some people's minds, and they and that they're skeptical. They're skeptical, but they, they certainly allowed it to happen. They were just afraid of putting this coil or this loop on the head itself. Right. But the interesting thing was when we rested on the shoulders, we could turn it a little higher because it, it did not cause any sensation in the eyes. Right. It did not yeah. cause any other sensation. So we could turn it higher and really maybe get even a better effect than putting it actually. On the on the area because we can turn the intensity up a little bit. We have well, a, go ahead go ahead. Doctor. I would say I, I would say that it is kind of intimidating when you're putting these coils on somebody's head and in their mind it's like are you like X-raying their head are you like bombarding their body with this you know because <clears throat> that's the only thing we have to relate to it is what we've seen in the past and it's it's anything but you know as far as the amount of exposure is far less than the microwave. You, know, you guys have a great saying about that, with uh, exposure of the PEMF to what, what a microwave does. Exactly. I have another question from Steve. He asks, does the MagnaWave reverse the effects of arthritis? The funny thing about arthritis is it's not a disease, it's a condition. And it's a condition of inflammation in the joints. So the question is, what's causing the inflammation in the joints? So you are either a, um, you, you carry the HLAB27 uh, gene, which means it's genetic, or there's something going on in your body that's causing the arthritis, which could be wear and tear. Um, you know, I tell patients all the time, they come in and they go, I'm, you know, I've got arthritis. I said, arthritis is a condition you can reverse. Junior high, high school kids, they have arthritis in their joints after the third day of practice. 
Anytime a joint is inflamed and painful, it's arthritis. So it doesn't matter how old you are. Um, so does it reverse arthritis? I would say that it would eliminate the cause of arthritis. And so, um, and that's always the biggest thing. Like the book that I that I published on eliminating inflammation, your body can't become healthy until you've eliminated inflammation. So it can go into the areas. It can increase blood flow. It can make the muscles and joints around there become healthier. Um, it can actually go into bone and make bone healthier. Um, you know, you put it on a cast of a broken bone and it heals the bone quicker. So it can it can help eliminate the inflammation, but then you still have to go and find out what the cause is. You know, does somebody have uh, allergies to, to white bread? Do they have allergies to corn? Um, are they around toxic chemicals? So it's a two-part question. Yes, it can stop inflammation, but it may not eliminate the cause of it, and that's really what you got to look into as well as treat it. I've never thought about the aspect of an athlete uh, training after two or three days and having some pain in their joints or their legs, knees, wherever, and that being an arthritic type of condition. And that's certainly the case with performance horses and performance animals, small animals, agility dogs, or even any dog that, that's active and can have that situation. I never thought about that as, as an arthritic type of condition. That's very interesting. Here's a, a question uh, from Dave. I read, you, I read your book this morning. Great. And uh, let's go back to Dave here. Let me get where he's at. With. I brought up a question. It brought up a question in regards to treating elderly people that are on several medications. Last week we talked about antidepressants causing sleep sleepness uh, in patients after treatment. How do you approach elderly patients that may be on several different meds? Would you ever refuse treatment when someone is on a certain medication? No. Uh, in fact, I have, um, I don't know, probably half a dozen patients that are taking, you know, five to ten medications. And what the benefit of the PEMF is, is it actually makes the medication more effective. So if they're taking, like, for example, some sort of a pain med or anti-arthritic, um, and you're doing it over the area of the arthritis, it's going to open up the blood flow and increase the effectiveness of the medication. Um, one of the byproducts is if you can help get rid of their pain, then they can decrease their pain meds. But um, there isn't any contraindication for using a PEMF on somebody who's taking medications. Good, thank you. Uh, here's another question from Dr. Uh, Maybank. Uh, do you treat MS or fibromyalgia with PEMF? I would expect it to be valuable, yet the half dozen people I've led to PEMF found it too disturbing, even if they felt better for 48 hours. Uh, they were treated at very low intensity and sharp treatments. Do you have suggestions, or do you find it contraindicated? Uh, again, yeah, I, I, I don't have any contraindications to it. Some, the psychology of fibromyalgia, um, the uh, patients sometimes psychologically can become married to their pain, and so when the pain starts to go away, it it's like their friend is leaving them, you know, and that's that's a certain group of people. Um, they're the kind that when you ask them how they are, they, you know, they love to talk about how much they hurt. And as you get rid of that pain, they no longer have a social status. And so that's that's the psychology behind getting rid of somebody's pain. Is you need to um, give them something they can trust. Um, uh, again, I'm treating another woman, uh, and I've been treating her daily, um, and I've been treating five different areas of her body. Uh, daily, so it's about 40 to 50 minutes of treatment, and it's taken a while, but now she's starting to feel good, and she says, well, I don't want to talk about how good I feel because I don't want to jinx it, <laughs> you know, and that's, that's the mentality, is if they talk about how good they feel, they think somehow that the universe is going to come down on them and wipe out how they feel, um, and you were also talking about uh, MS, you know, it's funny, the study of MS is somewhere along the spinal cord, a part of the nervous system kind of falls apart, but then it comes back together again and shows up in another area. And there's lots of different um, concepts as to what's causing it. And again, in my opinion, is if you can get good vascular supply, if you can get all of the, the, the cells and the neurons and everything firing properly in the area, then you can start to switch it around. So. I would definitely go in and, and start treating these people, but it looks like you're talking about um, 
says, I've led the PMF. Uh, they found it too disturbing, even, even if they felt better after 48 hours. So I, I think maybe the psychology behind telling them what to expect is like you're going to feel really, you know, you feel a lot better. Sometimes it's going to disappear, and you may find this uh, disturbing. But here's the thing. If they can understand on a deep cellular level what's going on, it's going to make sense. You know, we're now treating the cause of the problem. We're not giving you symptomatic relief, and I think that might help. And, you know, there also could be an issue there in some cases with certain uh, indications. Toxicity plays a role. If someone is very toxic and they get to this device, they are uncomfortable sometimes. One in a hundred people I've experienced that with. And they're so toxic that they put it on and it's just uncomfortable. At no matter what the setting is, and that could also be the case with certain indications that they become very toxic as a part of the indication uh, yeah. on that document. Yeah, and I'll have, I'll have patients come in and, you know, their whole lifestyle. They don't eat salads. They're on a ton of medication. Um, you got to realize that when people take medication, it doesn't just go to the spot where it hurts. It gets absorbed into their fat cells, and it's deep within their body. So now if they ever go on a diet or they start eating right or they start drinking more water, all of those cells that are holding all these toxins flush it back into the bloodstream to go through the kidneys and they just feel terrible. Um, you know, they can have a, um, where they're lying in bed in pain for two or three days as part of the detox. And so that's why a lot of people don't do it because they say, what I took made me worse. And it's like, no, it didn't make you worse. Your body is purging itself of all the bad stuff and you're just going to be laid up for you know 24 or 48 hours while it's going out of your system. And then once they understand that, and if you have the ability to predict it ahead of time, then they can come and they go, man, I was, you're right, doc. I was laid out for you know on in, in bed rest for two days. I just felt terrible. That detox stuff you're telling me was going to happen happened. Um, and if that's the case and it's too hard, you can always back it down by not having them jump into it too much. It's like well, let's just back down the, the treatment. Uh, because it's working too well for you until you detox. And and it will do that. That's the that's the one thing. It's a very good detoxification tool. But if yeah. you in, in some cases, for example, when we first started treating my wife for her herniated discs, we treated her every day for about twenty to thirty minutes and for thirty days. And all of a sudden she got the feeling flu like. Well, and then I talked to an associate and they said, well, yeah, because she's detoxified herself or detoxed herself to the point that her immune system is down and she's having flu-like symptoms. We backed off to every third day, bingo, she popped right back and it was, was not an issue at that point. Yeah, so and to back, to, back up with, uh, to back up with arthritis, the number one cause of arthritis is just people are toxic. You know, if you can get rid of the toxins in the body a third of all arthritis is going to disappear. There you go. Uh, we have a question uh, from Jennifer. Uh, how can you use the MagnaWave to boost the immune system? What it can do is it can increase blood flow and it can activate the white blood cells so that they are um, out and about as far as you know, looking for toxins and things like that. But it also helps the tissue um, like in the joints and the muscles, um, again, if you can increase blood flow to an area, then the the body can do what it's designed to do, and that's to detoxify and, and to kill intruders. So um, it just makes the whole system function better, and that's that's how you can do it. it. It itself won't get rid of the bug. It'll make your blood system get rid of the blood the bug better. Exactly. If you have a virus, I always say it's not going to get rid of the virus, but it'll push you through the virus a little quicker, through the flu or whatever it may be, a little quicker. And I don't know if that's any fun, but that's in fact what it does. The other thing that we've that we found using a dark field uh, microscope, uh, after just 15 minutes of treatment, the white blood cells are actually about twice the size as normal, uh, allowing them to better do their job. So let's see, we have another question from Nikki. Being a newbie to promoting this, how do I overcome the objections from other solutions? Can you describe the difference between your PEMF solution and the electrodermal screenings, uh, biomeridian therapy, and TENS treatments? Are, the, are, are there others that I should prepare myself to compare? Good question. Well, yeah, it's a great question. So basically a TENS unit 
has to attach to the skin and it only goes through the subdermal level. It doesn't travel any deeper. And if there's a bone, it has to it has to go around the bone. It doesn't go through the bone. Whereas PEMF travels completely through the entire body. So um, there's nothing that gets in its way. Uh, so that's the difference between that and, and a TENS unit. Um, as far as the um, the other aspects, this is a it's it's not a um, it's not a light force technique. It's an actual system that is, it's there. It's, it's a physical presence that happens. And there's also the, the system that backs it up. And so kind of what we talked about originally and what's in the book is if you can take all of that stuff, you know, if you can do acupuncture, if you can do a hyperbaric chamber, um, a TENS unit, interferential, um, if you take all of those and you pack it into a little box, then you multiply that by ten. That's what a PEMF does. So it, it, it's it's a, it's huge compared to what the other ones do. And, and but also to that area where I deal with people when they ask those types of questions, I use it as a complementary method. And let's try both. Let's use both, not necessarily at the same time, but you know, in conjunction with each other. And a lot of times they're very pleased with the results with complementary methods. And then in many cases they begin to narrow it down. I've had practitioners that have become involved who had several different devices and at the end of the day, after a period of time, they're using one or two devices. Yeah, correct, and it's it's uh, in addition to as opposed to taking the place of for some of these, and so I, I would use them in parallel. There you go. Thank you. Any other questions, folks? If you have a question, simply put it in the chat box, and we'd be more than happy to approach the question and answer it for you, so please uh, do that. Just put your questions right in the uh, chat box, and we'd be happy to answer them. So let me, let me ask. You've integrated this into your practice, and people are uh, more receptive to it as as time goes on. What's the greatest uh, or what's the most exciting result that you've experienced? I'm uh, treating a woman right now who uh, I take on a I don't want to say the word charity case but I take on a case of somebody who's just this walking ball of toxicity and I want to see if I can make a change and so I tell them, I said, if you do every single thing that I tell you and you don't back off, then you can come in and I'm going to treat you uh, for no charge. And not only do I do the, the PEMF, but I, you know, I get them balanced out on, you know, um, like with fish oil for anti-inflammatories. Uh, I do like a greens first product. Um, you know, I, I kind of look at their diet. She's already on 12 meds. And then now I've got her taking, you know, some other things to help her with anti-inflammatory. But um, she's been coming in for two months now, and she's just now starting to feel better. She had a, you know, big toxic reaction. We backed it down a little bit, but now she's got, you know, mobility in her wrist. I mean, this this is a woman that um, is overweight and was walking out of where she worked, and they were doing some construction, and they had a raised platform she tripped and did a straight down landing on both of her hands and her back and you know she's somebody who never really worked out a day in her life just totally destroyed everything um, you know her neck her back her low back her wrist she ended up having to quit because she was in so much pain and they, they wouldn't pay for her care because they considered it was you know off the job site uh, and now we've got her, so she's walking around, she's doing a bunch of things, um, and running, we're seeing a really good transformation, but not only am I seeing it, she's seeing it, and that's the biggest thing, when you can see through their eyes that they get it, and they go, this is working for me, that to me is where the, the huge transformation and the whole joy of what the PEMF can bring to people's life is all about. And how long has that uh, progressed? How long has that taken? We've been we've been doing uh, treatment every day, five days a week, um, and we we started the first of the year. So the change where she's starting to feel things started happening uh, just in the last couple of weeks. So it's been six weeks before we started getting it started having noticeable changes. 
But it's like I tell people, it's like you've got this this boulder speeding down this mountain. We got to throw our shoulder in it. We got to stop it first, and then start pushing it back up. So they're already spiraling out of control. We got to stop that first before we can begin to heal. We got to stop what's what's currently happening. Very good. So it takes some time in some cases. Uh, a couple of questions here. In one question, how how far off of the body can can you hold the coils and still be therapeutically beneficial? Well, I, you've got that. I mean, with the horses, you can see it doesn't have to touch, and and you know I've I've noticed it the same. But go ahead, Pat. Go no, ahead and, uh, yeah, and, and in reality, you can hold it up from the body a couple, two or three inches, and still get therapeutic value. It does reduce it to a point. So if I'm treating a horse or treating a person, I've got the coil on their back or on the horse's back or animal, and it, it appears that they become uncomfortable. I just lift up one side of the coil just a couple inches off, and it cuts the intensity in half at that point. Still there, but it just cuts it in half. Well, in treating a person, if, if, the, if touching and the feeling that they get from it, you could turn it, again, turn it up a little higher, and just hold it a couple inches, two or three inches away from the body, and you are, in fact, putting energy into the area. You might do it longer. You might go, instead of three minutes or four minutes, you might go seven or eight minutes on that particular area in order to the effect of and, and when I'm uh, starting a patient for the first time, I'll have the, the double coil just sitting there and I'll turn it on. I just said, I want you to hold your hold your hand above the coil and start to lower it. And as they lower it, then they start to feel it. And they're, you know, still three, two to three inches away from the coil when they feel it. And I go, that's what it's going to feel like when we're on the area. And then they kind of go, oh, okay, I get it now. I said, it doesn't have to touch you, but if it is on you, um, it'll travel deeper, and we don't have to have it um, as intense. They're very good. Uh, also, the question uh, the question is, can the equipment be run without the coils in and get a more diffuse or environmental type of effect? The, the answer to that is no. It takes the coil to complete the circuit. The machine is creating the electrical impulse that passes through the coil to create the magnetic field. If it's not plugged in, it's just running. It's not, it's not really putting out anything because it's designed when the coils are plugged in to have the impulse travel through the coil around the circle, or there's a circle or a coil, is where the, uh, the magnetic field is created. Uh, so that's basically uh, the situation. You can't, it doesn't really do that. Okay. Yeah, the, um, another thing too that I, I just want to make sure because I know we got uh, limited time here. One of the other things that I've been doing is also called dynamic PEMF. So they'll put the, the, the coil where we have set up and while it's on, then, then they'll be moving the joint around while it's working. So you don't just have to sit there with it on. You can actually have the joint in motion while the treatment is going on too, which is I've, I'm finding to be a lot more effective uh, for shorter term treatments. We found that in, in many cases, if, if you're trying to rebuild muscle tissue, for example, if you place the coil there and, and gently operate a weight, uh, it will give you twice the effect at that time. Or if you're going to do crunchies and you want to put a coil on your on your belly and do crunchies, you're getting twice the benefit. So we have another question. What types of practitioners are the ideal models for bringing this into their practice? Well, I would say that, that you know, any uh, acupuncturist, chiropractor, massage therapist type of person uh, we could very easily integrate something like this into their practice. And, and we're on the, on the call with a chiropractor, but I was once uh, did, did a little research, and uh, the, the number of patients that anyone gets into their office is very small uh, compared to the availability of patients. So in order to adequately help people, it, many practitioners can utilize the device and not really be crossing or competing because there's so many people that, that have a need for this type of therapy. And also, I mean, the, the great thing about it is any practitioner that already incorporates physical therapy um, is, is great for this because they'll see how powerful it is and they'll add it into um, what they're currently using. Uh, and even I mean the NFL, they're already using it. There's there's docs that um, use it on football players on their muscles because it helps refresh them. Um, one of the links that are in the book is to a site where I went into a powerlifting competition and I used it on the 
the people that were lifting the weights and we used it on their muscles right after they were done. And one of the guys said, you know, it felt like I just walked in the door, like I didn't even just get done competing because it went in, reoxygenated everything, and he was ready to go again uh, without having to um, wait 20, 30 minutes before he could lift again. Very functional for recovery. Uh, another question, is this therapy more alternative, integrative, or functional medicine, or are traditional MDs also looking at it when it might be covered by insurance? Well, certainly the insurance will make a big difference for a lot of different people, for chiropractors or doctors who are who deal primarily with insurance. Uh, and traditional doctors do utilize it. Uh, where I see it most with traditional doctors is in pain clinics where they're dealing with people who are in acute pain and they need some relief and, and all the drugs aren't working or they don't want to be on drugs or whatever it may be, they will accept it off-label much quicker than, than somebody who's using it, wanting to use it as an insurance type of piece. Doc? Yeah, the, currently the insurance company doesn't pay for it, but that's just because it's so brand new. You know, It might be you know five, six years before uh, that ever happens, but the um, the nice thing is, is it can be used without a prescription. You don't have to be a doctor to use it. Uh, people can use it in the privacy of their homes um, without being a practitioner. So that, that's, a, that's a great thing about it. Um, so it's almost like nutrition. You know, Doctors use nutrition in their clinics all the time. Insurance doesn't cover it. The patients have to pay out of pocket for it. Uh, so that's how we treat it. It's just another thing that uh, and that's why we do a two-minute free trial. It's like, you know, try it for two minutes, and they go, yeah, what, what does this cost? And so we set them up either on a, a plan where they're coming in um, or they just pay as they go. Thank you. Uh, another question, uh, any suggestions or precautions for treating cancer patients? Now, that's a big question, and I'll address some of that. But, Doctor, you have some thoughts initially? <clears throat> yeah, the, the word cancer patient is a rainbow. You've got all the different cancers, where they are, what stages they're in. Um, you know, the to me the bottom line is if you can vascularize an area that's damaged and help restore it, you can help it out. But um, it it's not a cancer curer. I mean, again, um, does vitamin C cure cancer? Does you know? Um, all of the all of the things that you can put in your body to make it fight cancer does that cure cancer and you know until you can put it under a microscope and prove 100% 100% of the time that it does you, you can't make that claim you can't make the claim exactly and and it, it, as he said cancer is an area that that is not talked about much or we certainly some people I've had tremendous debates with doctors and and other professionals about about cancer in some parts of the world, in Europe, it's used a lot for cancer treatments for specific cancers. In Mexico, uh, people use our device and there are clinics that, that are used for cancer treatments. But again, we're talking other areas of the world who are much more uh, progressive than we are here in the United States. <clears throat> Excuse me. There are some studies taking place with regard to utilizing the device and, and having the patient take less chemotherapy because it, it allows what's there to be better utilized so they can use the device and they don't, they don't have as much poison in their system. That's a study that's taking place. So there are a lot of different things that are potentially going on, but it's a, it's a, it's a close area to, to so uh, certainly I tell people when they say I want to use this, as I mentioned earlier, it makes the white blood cell twice the size. There are studies that show that oxygenation, uh, good blood oxygen, actually helps kill the cancer cells. And so we do that. We help good blood oxygenation. We help the, blood, the white blood cells be twice the size that they normally are. Is all that beneficial for the, for the specific indications? Certainly could be. But you have right. to always make sure that you have that discussion with your doctor or, or people involved. I've seen some very good results on, on animals with cancerous tumors and in cancerous situations. But again, to translate that to a human, different story and certainly different mental and, and, and thought patterns that people have. So, Doc, any other thoughts there? Well, anybody that has cancer that um, is wondering if they should use this on their body, you know, there's a bunch of dots that say when you use the PEMF on this type of tissue, that tissue gets better. 
but to connect all of the dots and say, yes, this cures cancer, uh, you can't connect those dots yet. But if somebody in my family had cancer and this is an area that where it is and how it could be treated, if the PEMF can be used, you bet I'm going to try it. Sure, absolutely. Uh, another question, uh, I have to use an overdoor traction device to alleviate a bulging disc. Could this treatment fix my problem or make it so I don't have to use it all the time? I have an answer, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, again, it's going to eliminate the inflammation, it's going to help cellular regeneration, um, it's going to help that disc become healthier, uh, use it in addition to it you're going to get going to get really good results from it and, and Pat I know you've got something to add to that oh, and, and we've had my wife with her disc issues uh, one of our sales reps became a sales rep because he did the same thing and for years and he used this device and and he doesn't have to do that any longer and it's just making his life much happier and healthier to live yeah, just the, you know, um, failed back surgery is 50%, and what a failed back surgery is when they go in and they go to the disc and they, they take out the piece and they back out and there's a fat pad that they remove and they stuff it back in and that necrosis and then it just degenerates and causes that whole area of surgery to become one big adhesion and then all the tissue all the way out becomes an adhesion. Just, just slicing the tissue open to get to it, you've already denatured the the muscles just from the exposure to air and if you can get into that spot just focus a beam of of the, the PEMF right to the area now you can treat an area without ever having to cut the person open so a disc in the neck uh, you bet um, that's definitely probably one of, the, one of the better things it's used for. Excellent thank you doctor. Well we're just about out of time we like to keep these uh, these webinars to about an hour so it's something that someone can listen to in the car over a couple of trips to work or whatever but if you have we've got about five or six more minutes if anyone has a question please uh, answer, ask it and we will certainly do our best to give you the answer that you're looking for. Uh, we found it very beneficial for humans, small animals and horses certainly and it's it's just it's amazing to me and people and people answer good oxygenation will do a lot of things. A lot of miracles can happen when you have good oxygenated blood. I think Michael Davis last week really said it. It's not a pain relief device, it's an inflammation relief device. If you relieve inflammation, you're going to relieve pain. We do have some other questions, but we're really pretty much out of time and we're having some kind of video issue here. So the questions that are asked, I will get to the doctor and we will post on the MagnaWave uh, uh, Facebook page and uh, we will certainly approach them in other discussions. So again, folks, I thank you so much for joining us, and I look forward to having this on our podcast, which will be posted there probably tomorrow on the MagnaWave Wellness Podcast. So thanks for your time. Thanks again, Doctor. Everybody, have a great day, and thank you for joining us.